Hi everyone, I'm very excited to share today's episode. You're going to hear from a very close friend of mine. Thank you to Nada for recording this episode and for her support. She's a very talented physician, but unfortunately is a Georgia Bulldog fan. But she did record a great episode and I'm excited to share it with everyone today. I hope you enjoy. Go Gators. All right, hey guys, um, this is Nada. I am here recording this podcast. I'm not really sure how to start. This is um, something I've obviously never done before, Um, but here I am. So um, like I said, my name is Nada. I am an OBGYN. Um, I practice in Atlanta, Georgia, Um, and I'm just going to, I guess, dive into my day and like what I've been doing. Um, I think the point of this podcast is to just share our day to day life as um, physicians or any other healthcare workers. Um, for most of my colleagues, um, this might, this is a very typical day, um, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, but for some people, um, you know, it's just interesting to hear like what we do. Um, so I think I'll, Actually, my day really started yesterday. Um, I work in a private group in Atlanta. We have about seven, seven to eight doctors. Um, not seven, about seven to eight. We have eight doctors, but our um, owners don't take call as much. So typically call is rotated between the seven doctors. Um, I am on call for a 24 hour call every Wednesday. Um, usually we have meetings from nine to 11 every Wednesday morning where we, all the doctors and midwives and nurse practitioners, we meet with the office managers and we talk about all of our pregnant patients um, just because we want to make sure that we're all on the same page. You don't want to see somebody and then the next time you see another physician who has a completely different plan. And then we also talk about a little bit of administrative work and then our office surgical manager meets with the doctors afterwards and goes over our schedules with us for that following week um, with which days we're operating and what surgeries we have. Um, So I went to my meeting yesterday from 9 to 11, and then I drove to the hospital where I rounded on all of our antepartum patients and our complicated high-risk postpartum patients. Um, We do have a midwife that's always on 24-hour call with us. Um, She stays in the hospital while we, you know, alternate between going to the office to see patients. Um, and we also take call in two different hospitals. So we're a little bit more mobile, but they typically stay um, at the hospital and they manage all of our laboring patients. Um, we only yesterday was actually a pretty easy chill day, which is a little surprising because things have been super busy. But I was definitely thankful for it because I operated all day today. Um, but you know, we only had one laboring patient who was COVID positive. Um, we are now doing elective inductions on patients who are 39 weeks um, with mild COVID symptoms. Um, and the rationale behind that is, is to make sure that they get delivered at term um, prior to them potentially getting sicker. Um, and they just have a better chance of, you know, recovering if, you know, they're not pregnant. Um, and so we did have that patient yesterday. Um, so she was being managed by our midwife. Um, and they're obviously always able to ask me any questions about anything. 
Um, so I finished rounding on all of our antepartum patients and all of our high-risk postpartum patients. Typically, those are, you know, preeclamptic patients or, you know, patients with other medical comorbidities. I did that, and then I had a couple circumcisions to do. Um, so I went and did those. Um, I always make sure to talk to the parents before and after, obviously. Um, sometimes you get some interesting questions. Um, I did have this one dad who was very concerned about what I was going to do. And I guess with his first son, he wasn't very happy with the results. So he kept trying to describe to me what his son's um, circumcision looked like and why he didn't like it. And then he kept also trying to describe to me that he really likes his and he really wants me to make it look like his. And, you know, I obviously tried to reassure him as much as I could that I'll do my best. And, you know, there's, you know, a standard way to do it. And, you know, I'll try my hardest. And he just kept going and trying to describe his. And then he ended up, like, pulling a piece of paper out. And he was about to, like, draw it for me to draw his so he could show me. Luckily, his wife um, stopped him at that point. So always interesting. Um, you know, dads can be pretty anxious about that process a little bit more than moms. Uh, but so I finished my circumcisions. And then I sat down before a few minutes to try to finish my notes um, for the day. It was about three or four o'clock by that point. Um, and then I actually got called to go to the other hospital because we had a patient who came in in labor um, at seven centimeters and she was progressing pretty quickly and her baby's um, heart rate did not look that great on the monitor. Um, like I said, typically our midwives manage that, uh, but if there's ever anything that is mildly concerning, or not 100% perfect, then, you know, we make sure that, you know, the midwife obviously makes sure that we're aware and we'll try to, you know, be closer to that hospital or even be there if there's a, you know, potential risk that she would need a vacuum or needs any intervention or potentially needs like an emergency C-section or any C-section for that matter. Um, so I ended up driving to our other hospital that um, we take call in and the patient at that time was completely dilated but the heart rate was down and you know she had just gotten an epidural so she really couldn't feel anything to help push so um the heart rate was down for a couple minutes and we were just not making any progress so I did actually have to use a vacuum which is a suction device that you put on the baby's head um, that assists the mom it's not for you to fully pull um, but you assist the mom with her pushing um, to help get the baby out quicker, just to, you know, prevent the heart rate from being down for so long. Um, so we did that. Baby did great. So I finished that delivery, and then um, I actually came home, which was nice. Um, sometimes call is a little bit crazier than others, but I came home. I walked my dog. I worked out. Um, I think I ate dinner probably at that point, and. I studied for a couple hours. I'm actually studying for my oral boards right now. So um, I studied, and it was about 11.30 or 12, and I got a call um, that a patient had just come into our other hospital in labor. Um, I went in, and I did the C-section. I think I came home by 2 a.m., and um, I got a couple calls throughout the night. Um, just like random questions from nurses on the floor for the patients that were there. Um, but luckily nothing too crazy. I got to sleep a little bit. Um, 
normally my call ends at 8 a.m. the next morning, but um, we had a little bit of a weird schedule today, so I didn't end my call until 10 a.m. this morning. Um, and then I had surgery at 10.30, so um, I kind of just went right into it, which was fine. Um, Thursday is normally my post-call day, but it's also our OR day, um, which is our designated day of our practice. Um you know, at the hospital. So there's a lot of Thursdays that I end up operating post-call, which normally would suck, but um, the OR is my happy place. And I find that I, no matter how tired I am, I, I'm happy to be in the OR. So I'm usually not too grumpy, but I had two hysterectomies today, two robotic hysterectomies, and then an ablation. Um, and those went pretty well. Um, I was anxious for six weeks after those hysterectomies, just until they come in and they're fully okay. So I'll report back in six weeks, but I think everything went okay. Um, everything went well, the patients are admitted, so I'll round on them at the hospital tomorrow. Um, and then my ablation, who also had a vaginal revision because she had a little extra redundant skin tissue, so I did a little revision there on her. Um, and she'll go home because you don't need to um, stay in the hospital. Typically, we do our ablations in the office because um, we have an OR in our office, but her insurance did not approve her for an office procedure, so we did have to do it at the hospital. Um, so, yeah, so I just finished that, and it's about, I guess, like 7.30 right now, and I just got home. And so I'm going to – I just – I guess I just walked my dog first, but it's 7.30. I got home at about 7 o'clock. And I'm going to, I guess, eat dinner or shower and eat dinner and try to study a little bit. Um, yeah, that's about it. That was kind of just a glimpse of a 48-hour window um, in my life. Some calls are crazy, crazy busy where, you know, I don't sleep at all. And yesterday was a very blessed call. And I was super happy. It wasn't like any anything out of the ordinary. So, yeah, that's it. I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, and, yeah, have a good day.